muted way faster than I meant it to. The recording will not have Kibby's happy birthday song. That is only for live viewers. Creepy happy birthday then. Glad you got to do some awesome things on your birthday, Kimmy. And I'm glad you made it here on your birthday. That was really rad. I can't wait to crack into my beer. I'm very hot. I had one of those days. No. I had a great day. I'm just hot. Took a bath before you got here. It is a first day. I can't hear you over the music. <laughs> Get right up on that mic. Oh! That's a great sound. Coming in like that. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is, of course, the one and only This Might Sound Stupid podcast. Does that start? What start? Audible? Yeah, it's on. Okay. Thank you. I started recording there. I started recording there. I remembered it all. Dan, how are you? Uh, Not bad. Good. (laughs) Yes, this is the This Might Sound Stupid podcast. If this is your first time ever listening to us, subscribe to us on whatever app you're getting your podcast on, Mm because you should be able to subscribe to us. Mm Mm-hmm. You can also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Mm-hmm. Get notifications whenever we go live, just about every Thursday. Sometimes I stream video games, but mostly we just stream almost every Thursday. We didn't stream last Thursday because Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to email us, this might sound stupid at gmail.com. If you want to tweet at us, at TMSS underscore podcast. Once a month, we do a top five episode where we just make up random top five lists that seem like they'd be fun to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this month december we're doing right now because we do them at the end of the month is top five christmas movie villains of all time yep it's your list not like a cultural list so it's what are your top five correct i'm gonna just blow through all this mm-hmm. i think i remember it all we have two sponsors mm-hmm. joey the good boy we'll check in with joey oh he looks like a good boy right now look at him his droopy lip it's just so sad that like we made him go to the couch. Yeah, he wants to like just stand on top. Like he would do the whole podcast in Dan's lap if we let him. He's a good boy. <clears throat> We're also brought to you by Mike Long, who has designed all of our graphics. Hello, Amber. Uh, Kibby, happy birthday! Mm-hmm. I'm very glad you're here. I'm very glad you got to do other fun stuff that you enjoyed. Um, happy birthday! We sang happy birthday to Kibby. Mm-hmm. There was an echo on it. Rolo said it made it sound creepy. <laughs> um, Dan. That's me. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm like, I had a beer in my house, so I went to Total Wine before this. Uh, this is from Blackstack. It's called The Lost World, and it's a triple IPA that it looks like they made with Toppling Goliath, which is a, a good brewery out of Iowa. I think that's where they are. Yeah. 
I have to go get more beer tomorrow. Ooh, that was a good crack. I'm drinking a standard here in Minnesota. I don't know if they sell Surly anywhere else. Furious IPA. It was the first amazing beer oh. I've I ever had in my life. Javin gave me one. Mm -hmm. Years ago. Like over a decade ago probably now? Yeah. I caught it. Just shotgun and beers. It's still going. It wanted to overflow. <laughs> Dan. Probes. Probes. Viewers. Probes. Kibby, happy birthday. Bop, bop. Man, if you guys could see me. like uh, Amber got me this dope shirt. It's all poisonous flowers. So it's like poisonous mushrooms and poisonous flowers. It's got a skeleton on it, and it's got a skull on it somewhere, and I love skulls. <clears throat> and it is just like she saw it and knew that this is right up my alley artwork. Mm -hmm. But below the T-shirt, I look so dorky. I have like maroon short shorts on. Maroon 5 branded short shorts. <laughs> maroon 5 branded short shorts. Uh Ankle socks and slippers. Oh. I just looked down at myself when I was drinking that beer. I was like, I look real neat. I'm, it's so hot. Um, how was your Christmas? It was nice. You went back to Canada? Mm -hmm. You guys fly to Detroit and then drive into Canada? Yes. How was that? How was your flight and everything? Uh, flight was fine. The first one just got like delayed by an hour. Oh, it did? Um, which oh. sucked. Amber's dad was supposed to leave Tuesday night? What night was he supposed to leave? Monday or two, I can't remember. Monday or two, I think it was Tuesday. No, was, I know it was Tuesday night. Yes. And his flight was like eight or nine. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were all asleep, but he texted us at like 11 saying his flight got canceled. And he didn't get another flight till five in the morning. And then he had to fly to Atlanta. He lives in Arizona. He had to fly to Atlanta. And I think he had to stay in Atlanta for a day. Because they were just canceling flights like mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. So that sucked for him. Glad that didn't happen to you. Mm -mm. Yeah. You just got delayed an hour? Yeah, yeah. That always sucks. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you did you stay with your brother? Mm -hmm. You got to see your nephews play hockey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, we went to the hockey rink. You said they surpassed you? Yeah, like... Shooting was never my strong shoot suit in... Uh, <laughs> shooting was never my strong shoot <laughs> in hockey. <laughs> I, can never, I can never, like, control the puck very well. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, good. I had a good Christmas. Amber got me a beautiful new record player that I was annoyed with at first, but now it's working and it genuinely sounds amazing. Uh, kids got a lot of cool presents. It was really, Amber and I were talking about it. Uh, we we were worried we bought Nemo too many books, mm -hmm. but he has just been wanting to read books and books. And I have a picture of him with presents still around him unopened. Mm -hmm sit like christmas morning and he just he couldn't stop he sat and read a book and we had to be like nemo open your presents like that kid loves books um yeah same javin javin says he needs to see you in skates believe any of your hockey stories i don't think i somebody's got to have a picture of you in oh, ice skates 100 percent. where is it a button on somebody's jacket my parents all had buttons they made hockey buttons Oh, yeah. I doubt those buttons exist anymore. I'll bet my mom still has them. Uh, there's definitely, like... <clears throat> Not team, yours. There's definitely team photos yeah. of me. What was your team name? 
We were South London. We were the moose. Well, when we had the Minnesota moose, we were the moose mites. Oh. No, we were just, uh, usually it was just, your team name was basically your section of the city. Okay. It's so like, we were South London, there was Byron, there was, you know, there was Oak Ridge. So there, was just, there was just the different places, like, that, uh, and that's kind of how you kind of classify each other. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was a good Christmas. It's been a lot because we did like, my mom came over Christmas Eve and we just hung out Then we did Christmas morning and like right when we were done opening presents and this is something I want to do less as my kids get older because I remember it being like a child of divorced parents and it sucked when you would get all these new toys and then you had to leave them right away. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was like right when we were done opening presents. We got ready. We went to Amber's sister's. We did Amber's mom's Christmas then. Mm -hmm. And then we were there until like one o'clock. And then we drove all the way out to wherever the fuck. Chaska? Something like that. uh, To do her dad's side. Mm -hmm. And we did that until like 530. And then drove back and put the kids to sleep. And then the next day we got up and basically drove right down to my dad's. We're we're there all day. Mm -hmm. Drove back. Put the kids to sleep. Uh, and then Amber's dad was in town, so they had we, like it was just every day out doing something. And now tomorrow we're doing my mom's side Christmas, and then we're done. It's just a lot, but that's too much. It is. It's so money. We would uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm trying to think like we never we never had more than one place on a day. And right, it was, and it was always uh, like dinner. So, like, like growing up, we went to like right. one set of grandparents for dinner on Christmas Eve, and then went to the next one on Christmas Day. No, I would and have. We, did, we didn't. We didn't see them both on the same day. I would have Christmas Day at one, like morning at one house, mm-hmm. and then I would have to get like taken to the other house. Mm. It sucked. Uh and yeah, it's just like my mom, my mom would literally do Christmas in February. Like she doesn't care. The day mm-hmm. doesn't matter to her at all. Uh, other people get their feelings hurt over it. So we're just kind of like, whatever. But it just, <laughs> I just wished everybody could be like my mom. So we could be like, we're going to do our thing. It's like you said, we're going to do our thing Christmas morning, mm-hmm. like with just us. Mm-hmm. Kids are going to come down. We'll have Christmas morning. We're going to give them till one, two o'clock to play with their toys or whatever, you know, to mm-hmm. do whatever. Then we'll go somewhere and we'll have a dinner and family Christmas with one person. Mm-hmm. And then like weeks later, we, you know, I wish it could be like that. But yeah, it's kind of like, do. like my, like my one side, um, cause like my one, the one side of my family, I don't know, six aunts and uncles. Um, so it's, you know, tons of cousins and stuff like that. Uh, the other side, like my mom just has a sister. My, my dad just has a sister. Mm-hmm. So like, she just has like, like her kids. Um, and so like we would go there on Christmas Eve to like my grandma's house and like those two, like their side just stayed over like mm-hmm. every, like, it's so, like we would like, we would leave, go home. Yeah. Um, and since they didn't really do anything with the other side of like their family, mm-hmm. they would just like basically just like stay overnight at my grandma's house Yeah. and then just wake up and do presents at her house. Okay. Um, I'm sure that, I'm sure that kind of placates some of it because then grandma gets right a person yeah to be with on christmas day on christmas day 
Uh, yeah. So Kibby said we had a big Christmas breakfast this year instead of having a late night dinner like usual. So we did Christmas morning and then we went over for like Christmas brunch at Amber Sisters. Mm-hmm. I would do that every year because, but nothing after it. What sucked was like, we, I, I was telling Amber after we left, I was like, I honestly wouldn't have a problem with getting up, opening presents. And then there was like an hour before we had to like get ready and leave. Mm-hmm. But you're mostly just in your pajamas because you're just going over to Amber's sisters. Mm-hmm. Went over there, had a big brunch, opened more presents. Kids played for like an hour or two. And then it was like, there was, it just naturally seemed to be winding down. Like Amber's brother left and, uh, it was like if we did that and then just went home and didn't have to go anywhere, but mm-hmm. we had to drive an hour mm-hmm. or 45 minutes or whatever it is out to Chanhassen or something. Chas- I don't know where it is. It's a, it's a place. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you're there and you have dinner and then you had to like drive back and kids want to get out of the car and play and you're like, nope, it's right up to bed. Like, <clears throat> but I, I liked the Christmas brunch. I think I would honestly prefer that over dinner. Yeah, like my, my nephews have had it pretty easy the whole time because it's literally like we come there. Mm-hmm. They like her, um, like my brother's wife, like her family just gets either the next day or the day after is when they all just get together. Yeah. So we like, so we just, we're just at their house all Christmas day. And yeah. no one goes anywhere. It's nice. just like the kids just open their gifts and just do oh my God, do hood sounds, rat shit all day. Sounds so and then nice. we, we just sit on the couch yep. with like, you know, coffee and just eat cookies and that sounds amazing. Crackers and cheese all it's day. It's fucking so miserable to try to corral your kids every like every three hours try to they're hopped up on goofballs. Try to corral your kids into the car again and you have like more you've amassed more shit and you yeah. have to get that like it's just mm-hmm. exhausting. Mm-hmm. And I just wish grandparents would be like hey this seems miserable <laughs> let's just find a different day to do it but whatever <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. um we all get together at 8 a.m and everything was fine i'm assuming you mean done done before noon nice uh real quick before we get in the list i was just gonna say this last thing today was the first day since becoming a parent that i had like this type of day that i've mm. idealized in my head mm-hmm since having kids which is like they're gonna and not today wasn't one of those days but like tomorrow or saturday or sunday might be one i think it's sunday the high is like two mm-hmm. yeah uh where it's like too cold to go out and do stuff because usually we try to get out and go for like a seriously like a two-hour walk in the woods mm-hmm. uh both saturday and sunday we try to get out and do stuff but it was just too cold I mean, I think the high today was like 19 or 20. Yeah. Not super warm, but not cold. It was perfect. But Nemo and I, it was just this perfect day where we just hunkered down and played video games all day. And it's a perfect day to do it because everybody's sick of getting in the car and going places. And we were maybe going to go walk just over at Ojibwe, but I was like, I don't want to, I don't, I just don't, I want a day where I don't have to get everybody bundled up mm-hmm. and hear people complain about my seat's too tight or my, blah, blah, you know, like. We just have a chill day, and everyone's like, yes, sounds great. So Nemo and I, from like 9 until after 5, mm-hmm. just played Mario Odyssey because we got like the family present this year was a Switch. Uh, I stopped for like an hour and a half to work out, but other than that, it was literally just from like 9 to 5. Mm. 
we just played Mario Odyssey. It was so much fun. And it was like everything I imagined it would be. We're, we're just chilling in the basement. I kept looking up at our window and it's like cold and frosty outside. And it's just like, this is nice. Just sitting there playing video games. So that was just very cool. And I just, it was like, Hey, I can just share that on the podcast. Cause I've wanted, I like that. I, I love that idea, especially as Aurora gets older and it, Aurora was down here for some of it, mm-hmm. but she doesn't, she's not as entertained by the podcast or by the video games. But I think as she gets older, it'll be like she Nemo be. where she's more and more. And then I just think it's fun. where like, if each of them had a switch and I had the big TV where we could all just be playing our own video games. Oh God, our connection. It was so solid for a little bit. It's fine. It's at 2000 something. No, I know it dropped. Okay, let's get into the list. But yeah, I can only assume that as a the way the way it works in my head is that as a little sister of an older brother, uh, she'll be much more well versed in video games right. than if she either had like an older sister or she was like a like an only child. Maybe. I don't think I think it's also just me. Like it doesn't well, matter. It, it, the it, older it, kid would just. But I but I think like it just there's certain like she cu- cultural cultural norms that like maybe will, will just kind of like affect her a little differently i don't know she idolizes nemo every time nemo would get well, yeah, a, exactly. every that's time that's we would it. get a moon nemo would cheer just like mario until aurora started to do it it was really cute all right kibby's ready to track thank you kibby uh this month we do a for those of you who weren't here at the top of the podcast we do once a month a top five list Ugh. this month we are doing top five matrix sequels christmas movie villains of all time not culturally, you're not trying to like make a list that everybody would more or less cool. would agree on. It's your list. Yeah. What is your top five? Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to? Uh, I guess I can go first. All right, go ahead. How many people we got in here right now? Uh, seven. Seven. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> one, one viewer I don't know. Oh, Wild Beef is here. What's up, Wild Beef? Oh, all right. Uh, no, no particular order. No particular order. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first one. I'm gonna go with Hans Gruber. Okay. Uh, he's a, a quintessential bad guy, and in a Christmas movie, and he just so happened to be robbing Nakatomi Plaza. Yep. In the Christmas season. I think he's a great addition. I don't think there's a lot to be said about him that mm-hmm. I have to say. Maybe mm-hmm. you do. Uh, but I, I just think he's one of the great action movie villains of all time. Yeah. And he also happens to be in what I consider a Christmas movie. Yeah. Hans Gruber's great. I love it. Hans Gruber. <clears throat> the Wet Bandits. Nice. Uh so good they were in two different Home Alone movies. Well, they're the Sticky Bandits in the second yes, one. Yes, yes. Uh, but those two are like such a such a part of my childhood is watching those two get horribly maimed. Right. <laughs> uh, there was a Instagram account that was like digitally rendering it so you would see like what actual damage would happen to their bodies huh. and it was, it was so graphic but i kept looking at them oh i i, I can't even imagine like, like the one where marv 
his head gets burned, it just burns like the skin off his face. Yeah, it was just terribly graphic. To nobody's surprise, I texted Amber and asked her to bring me food. <laughs> uh, next is uh, Frank Shirley. Uh, we offered Amber a spot on the podcast, by the way, and she said no. Oh, no, she's, she's going to come down and say hers live. Yeah. She also did an email list. Oh. <laughs> does she have one? Thank you. Uh, did, did Joey's she, coming with you. Did she just give you a list or does she not have one? Jo- oh, maybe not. Never mind, Amber. Uh, she. I don't think Amber can name five Christmas movies. Oh, okay. Amber, if you're back to your if you're back to your recording, can you name five Christmas movies? All right, keep going. So uh, you said sorry. Frank Shirley. That's Who's a, Frank Shirley? That's uh, it's Brian Doyle Murray's character in Christmas Vacation. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the, the boss, he's the whole. He's the he's, he's the whole the whole reason Thank for you. the end of the movie. Yep. Thank he's, you. He's a horrible, horrible capitalist. He is. Give me somebody. Uh, Anybody. That, that's just. Uh, give me somebody while I'm waiting. Sorry. Yeah, just put it over there. The others grease ball fucking it's the best christmas movie ever yeah you know even the even the oh, cops that are there amber now joey wants to come up he looks so sad at the bottom of the stairs uh even the cops are there to arrest the griswolds understand <laughs> that if i had a rubber hose <laughs> that he is the the true villain in that situation oh that okay amber says that's what i was saying when i make my list it's like trying to think of five things <laughs> all right joey's gone he fell up the stairs uh that's a great ad. Uh, I knew I knew the name, but I couldn't place it. Ted Martin from Jingle All the Way. Uh, it's, oh, it's not, it's that's not, uh, Phil Hartman's yeah, character, it's right? Not Sinbad, because Sinbad's not a villain in that movie. Mm-mm. He's just trying to do the same thing that Arnold's trying to do. Phil Hartman's trying to steal his wife. <laughs> yeah, Phil Hartman's <laughs> is, a villain. Is actively trying to steal another man's wife. He's a horrible human being. Agreed. That's a I that didn't that movie didn't even cross my mind, but that is a great ad. Yeah, just have some of your wife's cookies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh and th- this one uh I added like Christmas uh Christmas Eve. This one this one cemented its place on my list. Okay. Uh so in Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Uh, the the true villain of that movie is Santa Claus and Rudolph's dad. Explain yourself. They're horrible to a newborn child. Like he, they co- really he, he are. comes out with a deformity of some sort. He's got he's got he's got a shiny red <laughs> nose. Yeah, they okay. Santa berates him, berates his father. Tell him that, was, like, that he'll never amount to anything uh-huh. to the point where like the kid has the kid runs away because his dad just doesn't love him anymore. Movie's so fucked up. Like <laughs> it's not the, it's not the Velvet Snowman. They they take that kid they take that poor guy's teeth out, which is horrifying. <laughs> like like almost every adult in that movie makes makes choices that are like genuinely deplorable, genuinely evil. Like Santa only likes Rudolph at the end when. It's snowing so much, and he's like, "Oh, this 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 dipshit's nose 
can like yeah. get me out of this jam. Oh, you have value now. Yeah, yeah. You didn't before. No, no. Like, like the way he talked to him at the beginning of that movie was so upsetting. <laughs> I can't disagree with you. This is a great point. That it's like, oh God, like you're supposed to be Santa Claus. You're supposed to be jolly. And I could not be more upset with you. And so, so Santa Claus from from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer is my my fifth villain. That's a great villain. I like your take. Actively, actively antagonistic towards a small child. I uh, I really, I really like that. Uh, yeah, that movie's fucked up. Although now I have uh, is it glitter and gold? What's the song stuck in my head all of a sudden? Do 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 do. Silver and gold, not oh. glitter. Mm-hmm. Just popped into my head. Uh, Amber brought these. This is not what, not a sponsor. I bought these. You should try these. So they're protein puffs from a company called Twin Peaks. Isn't that the show? Yeah. They're protein puffs. They're 42 grams of proteins and only four grams of carbs. Not a sponsor. But they're like really good. They're, and they're just cheese, aren't they? As a great snack. Uh, it's literally just like uh, milk protein isolate. It's whey protein, oh. essentially. But don't So don't expect them to taste like a cheese puff. But for this whole bag, if you eat this whole bag, it's 42 grams of protein, mm-hmm. which you can't even absorb 42 grams of protein in one sitting. I think you can absorb between 20 and 30. And only 260 calories for the whole bag. I was, I'm was, i so stunned by these things. I really, like I said, not a sponsor. I just think they're great and more people should buy them. Oh, good. Yeah. Feel free to have some. Okay, I'm going to eat these and then I'll, I'll keep going. Hermie doesn't like to make toys. Yeah, the sad elf. Talk about Hermie. He doesn't want, he wants to be a dentist. And then he should not be a dentist because he mangles a abominable snowman. I just read what Kibby said. Not to mention Santa leaves toys abandoned on an island never to be loved. Yeah. And basically I like, don't remember that. Like Rudolph. Well, that's that, that's the island of misfit toys. Oh, yeah. The island of misfit toys. And Good then Lord. Yeah. Ru- Rudolph has to like convince him to like go, go, go. There's there's a place for those toys in children's homes. Go, go get the toys. Why did I think the Island of Misfit Toys was from Pinocchio? What am I thinking of there? The Island. There's a Misfit Island in Pinocchio, isn't there? Yeah, but that's, that's for like kids. Like jackass kids, right? They all turn into donkeys? Yes. Okay. That's a great list, Dan. We're going to have some overlap. I'm telling you that now. I hope so. <clears throat> um. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah that, that line is like ruling over those people on... Uh, the Island of Misfit Toys. He's like a uh, he's like a griffin, I think. I think he's got wings. Okay, here's my list. Fuck Santa. Well, fuck Santa in that movie. Yeah. I have honorable mentions. I'm not gonna do them because I'm wondering if they'll come up on other people's. Oh my! My honorable mention is not going to. Uh, he absolutely flies. Is going to. Uh, my honorable mention will not That's show right. up on it's anybody's list. Some kind of gambler's island in Pinocchio. Wall Beef says I can't remember what it is. It's like children's game, like children gambling. Like they're basically like Jordan Peterson makes way too big of a deal about it. That's all I know. That somehow that's like affecting like, like house what he just thinks it's like so prolific. <laughs> the Jackass Island or whatever it is. 
Okay. List it up. List it up. List it up, baby. List it up. There's somebody in our chat called Bloodluster, and that is a cool name. I okay. hope they. Pl- I hope they play Bloodborne. Okay, mine is in order. So starting at five, okay. and going to one. I don't know how you guys don't make these lists in order. It would drive me nuts. It, I already drank one beer. Good lord. Everyone on my list was just so evil. Okay. Uh, my number five, Hans Gruber. All right. It's like I said before. I don't have much to say about him. I think he's one of the great action movie villains. Mm-hmm. That the, the <laughs> him falling after the watch, uh, but he's just great. That whole movie, mm-hmm. uh, and I think Die Hard is a very fun Christmas movie. Like, uh, if, like if he got away, would he have like? Oh man, did I mention Bloodluster and they just bailed? Spent like a bunch of money on like a bar and gave like a huge tip. Probably, you know. So maybe you know it doesn't mean he's not doesn't mean he doesn't have Christmas cheer. I think he's still an asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my number four, <clears throat> just like you, Harry and Marv, mm-hmm. the Wet Bandits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realized when I was making this list, I was like, me and Amber should have watched Home Alone this year, because I want my kids to watch Home Alone. But like, I just I need to watch it to gauge like when's a good age that they can watch this. Yeah, but yeah, before it's like too spooky or like too. Like no, a- it's more. It's not spooky. It's more along the lines of like if you throw a brick off a building. Well, that's Home Alone too. But point still stands. If you throw a brick off of a building and hit somebody in the face, they're gonna die. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not just like slapstick humor. And then there's just certain lines in there like, uh, "Buzz, your girlfriend, woof," <laughs> like just kind of understanding mm-hmm. the comedy of that, but mm-hmm. not. I don't know. I just I yeah. I have to watch it to gauge like when. Well, I don't think it's too scary though. Um, my number three is a little bit different than yours, and I actually think they are worse. It's the Yuppie Neighbors. I can't think of their names. I just wrote Yuppie Neighbors mm-hmm. in Christmas Vacation. Because they are explain, huh? Explain why they're worse. They're never redeemed. At least Frank Shirley redeems himself, and like in front of everybody, he's like, yeah. That was really fucked up. He does have the line like something that looks good on paper, maybe not maybe doesn't look so good when you see how it affects common folk. <laughs> <laughs> but he at least redeems himself. The yuppie neighbors are just always awful. They're awful to each other. Mm-hmm. They're awful to their neighbors. I think they deserve the Christmas tree through their window. <laughs> they deserve the squirrel in the face. I, they, they, they the suck. only reason why I put And I hate even as a kid, I hated them. The only reason I put the boss above them. Is because they're they aren't being like actively antagonistic. They're they're just a couple dipshits that live next door. Like they're not hurting the family. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> I think they're hurting society. Okay, okay. I think they think they're better than everybody else. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Uh, they have the line like. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll fall, but we won't be lucky enough to have him break his neck. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're bad people. Mm-hmm. They're the villains of that movie, in my opinion. Okay. They. Those are the thing. Those are the people who are actually driving rampant, disgusting capitalism. Not Frank Shirley. <laughs> they're both of them, probably. Okay. They're both at fault. Okay. Amber says, also, I took a sled down the stairs after Home Alone as a kid. Yeah, right. Of course you try that. 
uh, we sent Andy Kitcher down in a laundry basket. Laundry basket. Yeah. It ended terribly. Oh no! It always does, but you have to try it. He might have had to go to the ER. <laughs> okay. I've never sent any of my friends to the ER. I'll say that. It was Andy's idea. Andy was a wild man. I can't remember. I know I've seen him have to go to the ER. Two. I got to stop eating these when it's my turn on the mm-hmm. mic. Two. Oh, uh, yeah. Blood person left. Um, My number two. I think your take on it is better. Oh, okay. But I, I think I watched this movie once with Nemo, but I don't really remember because mm-hmm. it was like pre-COVID and everything in my mind pre-COVID is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as a kid, the abominable snowman yeah, was so scary. Mm-hmm. And you don't really realize that he's not bad. You mm-hmm. just think like the abominable snowman is a giant monster mm-hmm. and he kills everybody and rips them to shreds. Mm-hmm. And, and you all, I remember being a kid and thinking like, the abominable snowman, Bigfoot, it was like borderline real in my head. Oh, like, of course. There are giant ape creatures that live in the far north that will devour you, you know, when you're just little. Yeah. And he was just genuinely very, very scary. Oh, yeah. He was like, the other parts of that movie, I mean, there were times where you like felt sad for the wannabe dentist kid and everything, or elf and everything like that, but... The Abominable Snowman was just genuinely scary. And that I do remember watching it with Nemo when he was a kid and like having to talk him through the Abominable Snowman because he's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Abominable Bumble. I think, yeah, Bumble's yeah. his name, right? Yeah. When you say Abominable Snowman, you mean the Bumble, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But don't they call him the Abominable Snowman in that movie? I don't, rem- I don't recall. I have like a thought that you couldn't buy just a single pack of those. So I have like 40 of those. <laughs> so half as many as you want. Any more beer? Okay, my number one. Chug, chug, chug. <clears throat> literally, literally, the entire twelve pack has done that. Where like they overflow when you open them. I don't. It must have been something about the way they were canned or whatever. Mm-hmm. The entire twelve pack has done that. Every single time I open one, I forget that it's going to do that. For all of them. And I think I'm the only one who's drank any of those beers. I don't think Amber or her dad had any of those. Hmm. Uh, Amber says, yes, they definitely call him the Abominable Snowman. He's named the Bumble. In my mind, he's the Abominable Snowman. Uh, My number one, I think, fits so many criteria. I just had to have him. You're whistling. What mm-hmm. are you doing up there, Amber? Am I having a stroke? Mm-hmm. Okay. The Grinch. Mm. He's my number one. He's so evil in the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's so mean to that dog, mm-hmm. which in my mind is reprehensible if you're mean to a dog. Uh, he steals everything, even the breadcrumbs from the mouse. He steals the nails. Mm-hmm. He steals everything, and then in the end, he's redeemed. So he's just he's got this wonderful story arc of a villain. Mm-hmm. Who is then redeemed? Uh, I I loved loved the Grinch as a kid too. Oh yeah, I watched it. I mean, it didn't have to be the winter. I would watch that all the time. There's all sorts of things like the way he would cut the ham or the Who's would cut the ham. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. 
the ice tray. I remember being fascinated by the ice tray, mm-hmm. the way he shoves the Christmas tree up the chimney. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like. There's so many distinct things in my mind of him using a candy cane to like slide across roofs, but also while he's doing it, he's popping everybody's Christmas lights. Like mm-hmm. he's so evil. And then Cindy Lou who just makes his heart grow. Mm-hmm. It's just a good story arc or character arc of like evil and then sees the wrong in his, in his way. Uh, and then it teaches, I don't know. He's a villain that teaches you about yourself and I love the Grinch. Yeah. There's a, it's I, you're a mean one. Mr. Grinch is one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. I think he is he right away when we when Javin said this list, the f- first thing that popped in my head was the Grinch. I, like hands down, he's the best villain to me. He just had a bad. He just had a bad day. No, he was always bad. bad oh day. fucking him cutting out the Santa! Like there's, I don't know what it was about the animation style of that cartoon, but as a kid, there are so many things that are just seared into my brain. Mm-hmm. Him like stuffing. Oh yeah, I, I, I don't know. Got his ass up in the air, and he's like. Sneaking on right, yeah, it was. It's, it's just I, something about it mm-hmm. is is drilled into my brain. Oh yeah, you know I've I've seen the movie. Yeah, Rolo says uh, roast beast. My mom still to this day, because mm-hmm. that's what I always want for my birthday is my mom's roast beef, mashed potatoes, gravy, Brussels sprouts. Every birthday, it's what mm-hmm. I want. My mom's always like, "Why it's August? Why do you want this?" <laughs> but my mom to this day calls roast beef roast beast. She's done it my whole life. I'm going to make a roast beast. Uh, and yeah, Rolo says, the animation is intoxicating for a kid. Boris Karloff should narrate more things. I didn't know that was the narrator, honestly, but agreed. Yeah, my number one with a bullet. The first two that came to my mind, because it was Mike, it was Javin who suggested the list. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Because the first two things that popped in my head were the Grinch and the Yuppie Neighbors, which made my number three. Mm-hmm. And then Mike listed some, and I was like, oh, fuck, this might actually have... Because like when we were talking about like some of the other list ideas we had, the, mm-hmm. the thing that Dan and I are always trying to avoid and why it takes some time to make up lists, and we don't have an, a list prepared for January, by the way, is like we don't want to do lists where everybody's mostly going to have the same list. Mm-hmm. And this list, once Mike started to say his, and they were ones I didn't think of, and then I started to be able to think of more, I was like, this list has some room for variability but like mm-hmm. if everybody has the same list we just blow through it real quick because it's like well we've already talked about this three different times like mm-hmm. how much more can i say about the grinch yeah, yeah. uh so hopefully there's less variability with this one i think there's a good uh opportunity for it but that's my list nice i i, I just couldn't put I, I don't know why i just felt like i couldn't put them on like i've seen that movie you know 40 plus times but i he i in, he was. He doesn't. He wasn't evil. Like he. He was just kind of misunderstood in my mind. I get it. And he redeems himself. Yeah. Again. Like he, he. For lack of a better term, he has a come to Jesus moment. Yeah. Like he's not evil the whole way through, but I don't know. He's just a great villain. Yeah. And it's the Christmas movie mm-hmm. villain that sticks out the most in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Like that. Like he's got that smile. Like yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Why do you keep doing that before you get the <laughs> SWAT asked this? Yeah, Javin. Yeah, his goal is to ruin Christmas, yeah, yeah. Dad. Thank you, Javin. But what did he do the other like? Because like, how old is he? Like, you think he's in his thirties? I think he's eternal. I don't think he dies. Okay, so how long has he been in that mountain? 
How many crisps has he ruined? <laughs> no, he was just finally so sick of the Christmas. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, somebody asked, I think, in Movie Night Chat, what animal is like? What is he? Is he a cat? Is he a dog? What mm-hmm. is the Grinch? Mm-hmm. And everybody had wildly different opinions. Um, fuck. There's one other thing I was going to say. Anyway, the Grinch is great. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay. Have a nice day. Now we're going to go into the communities lists. I hate the community so much. I don't. I think if I think if it wasn't for the people who show up every Thursday, mm-hmm. we would have just quit the podcast a while ago and just like we're just going to we're just going to go to tap room every Thursday or like we would have just found something to do every Thursday. Oh, probably. And it was also like doing the podcast through quarantine mm-hmm. kept me sane like because oh, yeah. we did it yeah mm-hmm. and everybody would come into chat that, it, it, it's one of my like few good memories of quarantine was quarantine cast mm-hmm. trying to enjoy my birthday and yet movie night still gets, sorry give me i don't even notice i do it i don't i'm sorry it's you're, you're just collateral damage as movie night would say yep we watch collateral damage for movie Dan's just fucking twisting the knife. What's wrong with you? Uh, okay. First up on the list of the communities list. What are you doing? I want to eat more of these so bad. I wish you were reading these lists. Uh, li- uh, is Kibby. Top five Christmas bad guys and villains. List is in order as numbered. So I got to scroll to the bottom here. Number five. This is one of my honorable mentions. I'm not as big of a fan of this movie as other people are, but I fucking hate this character. Like, to my core, I hate him. It's a Wonderful Life? Scott oh. Scott Farkas. First appeared in A Christmas Story 1983. I fucking hate that yeah. kid. I As a kid, I hated him. As an adult, I hated him. He almost... He was borderline on my list. He was bumped off by Hans Gruber. I think it could have gone either way. He, I hate that kid. Oh, yeah. A Christmas Story is the essential American classic to the holiday. I think what makes the film so enduring are the small doses of reality sprinkled throughout the movie. And there is nothing that can ruin your day faster than a bully. Scott Farkas is that bully we all had at one point in our lives. I definitely did. That's why I think I hate him so much. Yes, Ralphie got his wish in the end. And yes, Scott got what he was asking for. However, Scott... Touches something much deeper. <laughs> Sometimes it only takes one jackass to ruin the day for a lot of people. Yeah, that guy sucks. That. Okay, you're going to talk. I'm going to eat more of these. Okay. Uh, I was just going to bring up that for for whatever reason, like that was not a movie. Um, Like I've probably only seen that like a couple times, like all the way through. It was it was just never one that we watched. Um, Yeah, I don't know. TNT used to show it all day, every day for 24 hours. Well, that's the thing, yeah. I, I, I don't have TNT. And we would just have it on. Mm-hmm. Like, on and off. And I just, I've watched it too many times because of that. And I wasn't, it, I didn't think it was like, I just, I don't think it's a bad movie, but I didn't hold it as an, in high as regard as other people did. It, it's definitely like a cultural touchstone. Right. But we would just have it on in the background. And I think my parents, being the boomers that they are, really identified with it. Mm. So they would just have it on. 
and I don't not like the movie. It's just like I've seen it enough as a result. So like this, like this is surprising. Which there are people like me here in the chat where yeah, like Rolo, maybe seen it three times. Jab never seen it the whole way through. It's 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 one of those movies that like it seems like it's such a part of the American experience, but I think it is to a lot of people though. But but it's a, it's a, it's amazing how it isn't for like an equal number, like because that's that's fifty percent of the audience right here. Well, it's six people, seven people, and that's three. All right. <laughs> like, like we're we're almost at half here, so maybe maybe a third of the maybe a third of our uh, uh, of our audience is. I think more people like it than don't. And like oh, I said, yeah. oh, I like it. It, it. It's not that they, they don't like it. It's just that for whatever reason, it wasn't like a piece of their Christmas tradition. Maybe if we didn't, and it was it wasn't like they would. My parents would just leave it on for twenty four hours, but it would be like in between stuff they'd flip to it, and it would just play mm-hmm. for forty five minutes, mm-hmm. and then you'd watch something else, and then you'd flip to it, and it would be a different. 30 minutes and yep. eventually throughout the day you'd have, you would have watched every scene in the movie like twice like i, I it's like i've just seen it enough like i i know the parts of it but i couldn't i couldn't tell you necessarily what order they happen in like i like i i, like I know the pole mm-hmm. tongue stick i know i know shoot, i could tell you what order i, I know shoot in. self and face and i know go i eye. know go to chinese restaurant in the eye wait well, it hits his glasses he's safe oh um and like Chinese restaurant, like and lamp. Uh, the lamp is my my mom got a kick out of that lamp, and so that so that's that's kind of like where it is for me. We're like I, that's why like with that with that guy because when I was looking at like what p- other people think are like Christmas villains, and like that one and like that was one of them. I was like, oh, I forgot that guy was a character in the movie. <laughs> Because like because that wasn't a part of like the movie like the few times I've seen it that like resonated with me. He is the most standout character in that movie to me. Interesting. I hate I hate the little kid. I lost one. Little, of those little, little, little kid's there. a d bag. He's got no charisma. Walla Beef wants to know if you just said tongues dick. <laughs> what did you say? Tongues tongue stick. Two pole. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I saw the play. At Chanhassen once, I liked it more than the movie. Oh, that'd be interesting. I like that movie. I think it's a great pick because that that he more than any. I mean, other than Ralphie, who's the main character, he sticks out in my mind. Ralphie's a little weasel. Fucking hate that character. All right, this is another one of my honorable mentions Ooh. that almost made my list, but was bumped out by the Abominable Snowman. Okay, because I think I was scared by him more and lo- for longer. Nightmare Before Christmas? Oogie Boogie. <laughs> First appeared in the Night Before Christmas, 1993. Never thought a beanbag chair would scare me, but Just apparently if you make it walk, eat bugs, <laughs> and give it a wonderful singing voice, it will become terrifying. And if we were being honest, Oogie Boogie's song is the best in the entire movie. I think I agree. I'd have to, I'd have to rewatch it now. I haven't watched that movie in probably 20 years. Mm. Uh, the entire song is talking shit to Santa Claus and how he's a joke. Agreed. And what I was going to say is a part of what scared me with Oogie Boogie is the kids who like shove Santa mm. in the, like the whole experience leading up to him is creepy. And you're like, what the fuck? And then it's a just a burlap sack full of bugs. Yeah. And it, like, yeah. That, I think we talked. I think I talked about my feelings about Oogie Boogie in the um, films that get you into the holiday spirit. Yeah. And because like that was for. Um, that was Halloween. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like he, he's, he's, he scared me as a kid. 
How can you not? Yeah, just like the bugs and everything. It's like, nope. No, thank you. But he's like weirdly charming with his singing. Oh, he's got he's got he's got a lovely voice. That's fine, Rollo. There's a lot of movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if uh, if that's my favorite one of his. Of Burton. Yeah. Well, he didn't. What he didn't direct that one. What is it? Oh, did we look that up? That's not. I can't remember. I think my favorite of Tim Burton is uh, Batman one. No, Edward Scissorhands. I love my sister Amy and I used to watch Edward Scissorhands like every day. <laughs> Javin will let me know. Javin knows what it is. Uh, he produced it. Thank you, Gibby. So I went backwards. Number three, the White Bandits. Ah, uh, yep. What a couple of jackasses. Yes. <laughs> Not only did they rob your family blind while you were all away, but they turned on every faucet in the house and just let the water do its damage. Normally, they would wait for the whole family to be gone. However, they wanted McAllister's stuff so bad, they were willing to hurt a little kid to get to it. I said it once, and I'm going to say it again. What a couple of jackasses. Mm-hmm. Well said. Yep. Uh, based on the amount of merch and stuff, I assume it is almost entirely adored. I I don't know how you wouldn't adore uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. There's a lot of movies. Yep. Lovely, lovely claymation. Number two, Krampus. Ah, uh, yep. Origins. I like this. Origins in Germany and Austria, 12th century. Uh, is he picking, does he say Krampus the movie, the newest one? He just says Krampus. Kibi will uh, fill us in on which, which version. Half of goat the movie and Krampus. half demon. The stories about this creature are a great read. Ooh, a great read. It really gives you more of a view on the spread of Christianity and how the reli- how the religion and other cultures blended into one another. Mm-hmm. Just give them a fair chance. Read the history, and I promise you will not be disappointed. So he doesn't seem to be talking about the movie. I'm, I'm a, I wonder if he which like, is fine because we watched Krampus last year or the year before. I can't remember the one with uh, Adam Scott. We watched it in person, so it couldn't have been last year. Okay, so so the, yeah, so the year before that we watched we watched Krampus. I remember actually enjoying it. You do, like as a group. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's it's a it's a decent like. It's uh, not, it wasn't bad to watch. I would never watch that as alone, but as a group setting, it was fun. Oh yeah, like it was it, like it was you know it was it was dark and it, it never kind of like it never it didn't take itself too seriously. No, which no, which made the darkness of it fun. Yeah. Number one, The Grinch. <laughs> First Spirit and Doctor Seuss: How the Grinch Stole Christmas, nineteen fifty-seven. I always forget how old it is. What kind of monster monster robs an entire village uh, of Christmas? <clears throat> a fuzzy green one, apparently. Though the story does critique the commercialization of the holiday, and his heart grows as this story continues to be retold, he just becomes more of an asshole. <laughs> In every version of this story, he ends up the same, but it's how the story starts that endears us to the character. We cheer how this green goofball becomes more and more of an asshole. That was the thing. Is uh, Schwat asked once, is is the, like the one with Jim Carrey has that now become like the Grinch standard or is is it the Grinch who stole Christmas is still the standard as as far as everyone i know like my like my family my cousins uh i think most of you guys it's original cartoon grinch well that was Wade's question no i know i'm i'm just i'm saying my answer for younger generations, is it the Jim Carrey one, or is it still the 1957 version? For like my uh, 
I don't know the answer. Oh, for like for like for my nephews, it's the uh, it's it's the uh, the original cartoon. Is it? Yeah. I've literally never seen the Jim Carrey one ever. I, I've I've probably seen it like four or five times just because, like, I've watched it with like you know like younger people, uh, like y- younger cousins and nephews and stuff. Uh, Kibby has two honorable mentions. One of which I'll read because it's the Bumble, the Abominable Snowman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kibby, that doesn't count on the actual count though because it's just an uh. A horrible. Um, an honorable mention. The other one I'm not going to mention in case that character comes up. Next up, Javin. <clears throat> With a picture. What, uh, for all of them? Just one. The one li- like the, the, Before you start this, like I almost brought up a list of um, like Grindhouse uh, like horror Christmas movies that to be like, oh, so I remember seeing that one just to see like because like there, there there were a couple like as like a few times that like we've seen over the years from just like and there was one especially like a year ago that like made someone noticeably upset where it's like this guy could be a Christmas villain I guess because he seems like a, you know uh, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm intrigued to see if if uh, if Jevin has any of those or if it's um, uh, purely childhood stuff. Slash well, that's not the picture. If that's what you're asking. No, no, no. Okay. I'm, Kiwi says, update, wet bandits have three votes. Hans Gruber and the Grinch both have two. All right, number five is another of my honorable mentions. And he, again, was bumped off by the, by the abominable snowman. Uh, only because I think he, I mean, he does have a point that his hat was stolen. Oh, that's what was. <laughs> Professor Hinkle, the magician, Frosty the snowman. Yeah, yeah. Fairly bumbling as far as Christmas villains go, mm-hmm. but a big jerk nonetheless. Oh, yeah. I don't disagree with you. He is a big jerk. It was yep. just when I was thinking about it, I was like, I mean, they did, they did take his hat, but also he's stealing life from Frosty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is fucked up. Yep. Uh, but that was one of my honorable mentions. Number four, the Grinch. He threw his hat away. Look at that. He does throw his hat away. I, You're not wrong. I'm just saying the abominable snowman bugged me more as a kid than this guy. Yeah, like if you were taking those two He's such a pathetic twerp that like you just you're even as a kid you're not really that concerned with him. If you're taking those two like back to back because those are <laughs> Amber said garbage hat is not his hat anymore. Like growing up watching Rudolph and Frosty every year cuz that that was just what happened. Like those two movies were just on you would just see them a few times every year. Uh the Apollo Soviet scared me more as a child. Uh, and the magician was just some dick that kind of hung around. <laughs> I genuinely, until we watched it with our kids, forgot the magician was a character. Like, I remember, I, yeah, like I, I couldn't tell you what his face looks like. I could right. picture each of the children with Frosty. That was the picture he sent. Oh, yes, that's right. I, the things that I remembered from Frosty, I totally forgot that he says happy birthday when he comes to life. Oh, yeah. He goes, happy birthday, which I said to multiple people on Christmas. And nobody got it. And I was like, apparently everybody else forgot, too. Uh, the only thing I really strongly remembered from that movie mm-hmm. is the ice box car. Mm-hmm. For some reason, stuck out in my head as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then when they find the greenhouse in the middle of, like, the snowed in oh, forest yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. full of poinsettias or whatever those Christmas flowers are. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. That stuck out in my head so strongly. I didn't I didn't remember Santa was in it. I didn't remember the magician. 
Yeah. Uh, the Grinch. <clears throat> yes, he redeems himself in the end, and yes, it's heartwarming and arguably the best holiday TV special. Agreed. Yeah. Just the same, he spends an awful lot of time being really awful to the Who's. And to Dan's point, it might have—I mean, he might have ruined thirty other Christmases. Yeah, we only saw that Christmas. Are right? They, are they just numb to it now? <laughs> Number three, uh, I have a thing to say. Okay, Ebenezer Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. So I'm assuming I okay. don't know which movie he's talking about. Well, he's a Christmas Carol, so it can't be Scrooged. So then it's just... That's it's, not it's the just, Bill Murray. It's, it's the yes. black and white one then? Well, that or it could that could be... Maybe that, like... Uh, um, if Javin's The Duck. Who's the Duck? Um, the Disney yeah. one. Darkwing Duck. Dark, Darkwing Duck. Yep. Uh, a Christmas Carol. Again, a character who, while reams himself in the end, but is truly miserable to countless people in his life, imagine needing three goats to visit you to learn a lesson. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Mickey, Mickey is 100% my favorite too. Mickey is his favorite. That's, okay. That's such a... Uh, I... Man. Like, next... Yeah. I think... Like, that one went away at some point growing up. But the the movies I remember watching as a child, the earliest, were Rudolph Frosty, Mickey's Christmas Carol, for, like, the longest time. And then... Uh, and then, you know, at some point, our cousins threw Christmas Vacation there. We were, we were probably 10 at that point, so... Uh, so that's so that, that, the best. So we started watching that one instead. But yeah, Mickey's Christmas Kill is great. When I was little, that little fucking boy, he's so like 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 Mickey's son with the, with his stall with his stupid yeah. Oh my god! The thing I remember the most from Mickey's one is like he had the gloves with the fingers cut out. I don't know why that stuck out in my head so much. Oh, his little his little son is just so adorable and so like, yeah. Javin says, you are correct, Dan, for reasons unknown. It just stopped being on TV and it was impossible to find. It's back, though. Oh, nice. Um, when I was a kid, my dad worked for a company. I want to say it was called Cigna. I that's don't a, think that's, it, a, that's a health company. It is. Mm-hmm. It's still a health company? Yeah. How do you know that? I mean, I, I've seen like ads for it and stuff. I think I've also seen it. It's probably on like at like the at like the wild stadium. It was probably on one of the boards. Holy shit. It is still a company. You doubting me? I assumed it had gotten absorbed by like other health insurance companies. So my dad worked for a company called Cigna. I still remember this. My dad was Oof. my dad would like drill us mm-hmm. uh, that the his boss and the owner of the company uh-huh. was named not Mrs. F. Dakari. And he was like, when you meet her, you have to say like, it's nice to meet you, Miss F. Dakari. Or like the first time he was like. She'll eventually tell you you can call her Nazi, mm-hmm. but you had to call her Mrs. Eftikari like until she said that. Mm-hmm. I just it's like drilled into my head. And he so he worked for Cigna, and every year they would put on a uh, a holiday party, mm-hmm. and they would rent out a space at uh, I think it's the Walker. Is it the does the Walker also have a? Like a, like a theater inside yeah. of it? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Okay. So they would rent out a space at the Walker and uh, they would have like buffet food. So you, there was all sorts of things like uh, shrimp cocktail stuff mm-hmm. and just all sorts of food and like unlimited hot chocolate and marshmallows. And I thought it was the coolest thing. Everybody there was super nice to you. We had to get like dressed up, dressed up. 
Like there's pictures of me just dressed up as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then we'd go and watch the Christmas Carol. And we would have these like amazing seats. And I was just like enraptured as a kid by the Christmas Carol. And I just, I, I loved it so much. Mickey or the, the, the live action? What? Christmas Carol. No, we would watch the play. Oh, we would watch the play. It's oh. it is such a special oh, yeah, 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 yeah. thing in my heart. Like I could cry talking about it. I loved it so much, and we did it every year for like five or six years. And then my dad, yeah, I've I've I've, I've seen that a couple times. The yeah, the Christmas Carol play live. <clears throat> it was incredible, and they'd shake the chains, and they're. I mean, it was just amazing, amazing. Like I remember getting like. Scared right when like an explosion went off like a boosh like like, like and we'd have these great yeah, yeah. seats because his company would buy it mm-hmm. and my when my dad told us he was leaving that company i cried <laughs> because I, I i knew that it meant we wouldn't get to go to the christmas carol anymore mm-hmm. and i like begged my dad like can you still take us to the christmas carol i don't like the holiday party was cool but like and he never did <laughs> Like yeah, he could have just taken like, you to bro, any Christmas. Carol. You had so much money, you could have just taken you and me to the Christmas Carol. To, to any of them, but we so we never went again. But I wanted to go to him so bad, uh, and then I was like, I'm going to start a new tradition, and I'm going to bring my kids every year. Yeah. And when Amber was pregnant with Aurora, we went to a Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. and then the next Christmas mm-hmm. there was COVID mm-hmm. for the first time. And then this year, I was like, okay, I'm going to buy a Christmas carol. And then things about Omicron. Is that how you say it, Omicron? Yep. Things about Omicron started to come out. And I was like, well, I'm not going to buy them this year. So now two years in a row, I haven't gotten to see it. But like, that is my favorite out of anything holiday related. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking going to see a Christmas carol. It's so special in my heart. And... I wanted to go see it really bad this year because the man who played Scrooge when I was a kid mm-hmm. is still playing him. Ooh. But when we went, we didn't get to see him because oh. he doesn't do every show okay. anymore. So we didn't get to see him, which was such a big bummer. And so last year we didn't get to go. And so I was like, I'll go this year and hopefully we see. But I don't know how many more years he has. But I I would just love to see him one more year mm-hmm. before he like retires and doesn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But if you if you live in Minnesota and you haven't seen a Christmas Carol production at – uh, the walker you have to go and it's like i i want it to be a, a christmas tradition with me and my kids like every year we'll go and it would be really fun to like go and get like a nice dinner with everybody in in minneapolis and and then go to the christmas carol mm-hmm. i fucking love it uh rollo says the christmas carol play is fucking incredible mm-hmm. the ghost of christmas fuser is legit legit shocking and frightening agreed uh, number two on Javin's list. Burger Meister Meister Burger. Santa Claus is coming to town. I don't know who that is. I I don't think I've ever actually seen that. Mm-mm, I don't know what that is. This is a pretty low ranking holiday special, but a very high ranking villain. Imagine outlawing gift giving. So that's a move. I'm gonna look it up quick. It, it's it's from the era of uh, um, Rudolph. Oh, this guy! I've seen this before. Is it the guy like with the lederhosen? Yeah, he's like a, like a German dude. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this before. This was not a common watch, but I've seen this. Uh, this had like a Christmas ghost or something in it too, doesn't it? 
Okay. Your wife just watched it. Just watch that. Where did you watch it? With the kids? I ha- I probably haven't seen it since I was a very little kid. She's got a secret family. She's watching Christmas movies. Secret with. family. <laughs> she was pregnant for nine months. You didn't notice. Uh, number one. The, he's almost the same as you. Donner Reindeer. Yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Get man. <laughs> Get fucked. Javin just says, man, fuck this guy. Would also probably rank on the top five worst dads list. Forces his son to cover his nose. Mocks him relentlessly. Deserve to get kicked off Santa's sleigh team, in my opinion. Lucky for him, Santa's also sort of a miserable bastard to Rudolph most of this movie, too. You expect more from a father, though. You know? I'm happy that... Because I remember like I texted you after I watched the movie. Yeah. Like, this guy's a fucking a-hole. Like, I'm happy that, like, so fancy. somebody else, like, because, man, it's, like, it's so noticeable, like, when you watch it now. It's, like, it's 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 just a dad in Santa Claus berating a child for, like, for daring to, like, be born. <laughs> <laughs> my fingers are getting all full of cheese sauce, so I'm just dumping the bag into my mouth now. I, I only, like... Donner makes sense because it's his it's his father, and that's 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 probably marketably worse than just being Santa Claus and saying that stuff to his kid. But I pick Santa because he, like he's fucking if, if, Santa. It flies in the face of what Santa's supposed to be. Right, it's Santa Claus. Like there are deadbeat dads all over the place. Maybe Donner's just a horrible guy, but Santa's supposed to be this paragon of light. Right. <laughs> okay. But thank thank you, Mike. Thank you. Rolo's list is f- numbered five through one, so I'm going to read it in that order. Perfect. Hans Gruber, Die Hard. <laughs> I'm still 50-50 on whether I consider Die Hard a Christmas movie or not, but Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber is one of the best villains in movie history. Yep. So even if there is a wreath in one shot of the movie, I'm adding it to this list. Lowest on my ranking, because <laughs> even though he's a villain, his options on Christmas itself are still unclear, and his intentions aren't to destroy the holiday. You are correct, Jeff. Never meet your heroes. Never meet your heroes. <laughs> Uh, number four on Rollo's list, the Wet Bandits. Yeah. Ah, these two. <laughs> Perhaps not the wisest villain on the list, but boy, watching their antics on screen as a kid was as close to live action cartoons as we could get, and it was a joy. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to put it, Rollo. Mm-hmm. Still low on the list because, like Hans, their primary goal was financial gains and perhaps some notoriety for leaving faucets on. Number three, Bumble the Abominable Snowman. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> the movie's from 1950. Spoilers, Ed. Perhaps more of a personal pick here, but this thing freaked me out as a kid. Sure, it ends up being a big old misunderstanding, but he turns out to be nice after all. But everything leading up to that point was tense and foreboding wherever he was mentioned. Seemed like he could just pop into any scene from the background made out of colored cardboard, and the distant roars kept you on edge. Agreed. What does it say that we have three different villains from the same movie? What? What, is it, what, is it, what does it say that we have three different villains from the Rudolph movie? Yeah, the Rudolph movie's fucked up. <laughs> it really is. Everyone, everyone, everyone sucks. <laughs> Wild Beef says, does Santa still give out several billion free gifts in, in the movie that he is supposed to be a villain of? Yeah. And Javin Galal, that free gifts... Uh, Jevin, Rob went with Bumble, the the Abominable Snowman. Yeah, he so Rob has gone 
Hans Gruber, the Wet Bandits, and Bumble. Mm-hmm. Number two, The Grinch. These top two share a lot in common, and we are finally up to villains whose entire goal is to stave off a complete stave off or completely dismantle Christmas. That's also a great point, Rolo. Oh yeah. I don't even think about that. I don't have a lot to say that we all don't already know. The dude was a whole damn song written about how awful he is. That's number two with a bullet. He's a mean one. Number one. Ebenezer Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. This was not a hard pick for number one. You needn't say more than, don't be such a Scrooge, and people already know exactly what you mean. That is the mark of a true Christmas villain. Great point. The mere comparison to this character means you are a lonesome, wretched, selfish person who wants nothing to do with Christmas whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Damn. Spoilers, spoilers again. Uh, granted, like the Bumble, this character does have an arc where you could argue he is not a villain at all at the end, but it took the convincing of many spirits and literally death, it's death itself to cause this change to happen. The dude spent a vast majority of his Christmases being a total jerk. Also, the George C. Scott version is the best. Okay. <laughs> Rolo closed it. That is all. All right. Vita, who's not here tonight. Vita Manderson. What is that noise? The hum? Is that what you're talking about? Like, like that, that humming? No, it sounds like... Oh, it's just Amber walking around because our, oh. our, the floor is creaking, but my headphones do the noise canceling, and I was like, what is that? So it's like a weird muffled creak. All right, Vitamin Anderson. <laughs> this is stupid. Number five, mm-hmm. the people from the town of Whoville. The Grinch who stole Christmas. The jerks discriminated the Grinch so hard based on his appearance that he became straight Grinchy and wanted to wreck Christmas. Thank he, goodness for Sally Lou. It's, he's he's doing um that's uh the Jim Carrey one. Oh they, they, is they, it? they gave him a history of he grew up it's in It's not Ho- Sally Lou, it's Cindy Lou. Uh maybe Sally Lou's the mom. I think he has a thing for the mom in the in the Grinch. I've never seen it. Jeff um, Jeff said it's hot garbage. But yeah, that's the the plot of that is Matt's that not here to defend he's, it. he's picked on um, by some of like the mean kids in in uh, in Whoville, and he goes up and he leaves. Boo! Because yeah, like that's not that's not the the, the Doctor Seuss, right? There's the, like you got you you get none of that in Doctor Seuss. The Grinch is a fucking Martian cat dog that lives in the mountains. They're, they're all Martians. They all, they all look like weirdos. That might be Mars. Or it could be Venus. Right, but the Grinch is not them. Do you think he's from Mars and they're from Venus? Don't. Don't. <laughs> Harry and Marv, Home Alone. Oh, yeah. These two have super leaven. Super. Super. <laughs> super leaven. Superhuman levels of pain resistance and are willing to murder children in rough houses. Do you think they're like high on speed or something? You chose the wrong house, like, you filthy or, animal. Or like cocaine or something so that they just don't feel anything? Amber, I have no idea what your question mark is in reference to. Don't they live on the spec? Oh, wait. There's a whole other message. Sorry. My bad. Don't they live on the spec from Horton Here's a Who? Oh, I don't. Probably. Oh. But... My whole point is that the Grinch is not one of them. He's oh not. Stop <laughs> typing out. You're, 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 you're going insane. Hor- like, 
Whoville isn't like the Grinch isn't like a who who's just he's not Rudolph. He's not like a a who who's disfigured. He's a fucking weirdo that lives in the mountains that is not one of them. Moving on. Are you anti-immigrant? What's going on here? I don't know what I am. <laughs> Santa Claus from the universe of Santa's sleigh, played by the irreverent Bill Goldberg. This Santa seriously ruins people by the dozen. I'm pretty sure old Bill uses his whole set of wrestling moves in this one and definitely looks the part as a roided out Santa Claus. What's the movie called? Santa Claus from the universe of Santa Slay. Santa Slay? No, it, I think the movie's called Santa Claus. I think Matt typed this out in a hurry. <laughs> I gotta go, I gotta go. Uh, number two, Oogie Boogie. Yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas, a true villain who wants to see the world burn. Uh, number one, Hans Gruber, Die Hard. No one can top this mastermind thief in regards to his villainy around Christmas. He wants those bare bonds, and nothing can stop him besides the most super of super cops and Reginald Vell Johnson. Okay, so Jeff is saying the movie's called Santa's Slay. Dumb. Yeah, Oogie Boogie is the burlap sack filled with bugs. Yep, he's bug sack. He's the boogeyman. The boogeyman. Okay. I'm assuming. I don't want to reply to Matt. Wet bandits. All right, um, we got two lists left. Oh, shit. Okay. And then whatever. You're just, <laughs> then, you, then you turn off. <laughs> Dan's going to have to figure out how to shut down the podcast, upload the podcast. That's just, I mean, if you, it, actually, if you flip both those switches, you fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one's from Schwat, who is seeing Matrix 4 right now Maybe with we, Dave Matthews. I don't know what Liam's name there's is. There's only a chance he's in here right now. No, he's not in here. They The movie started at 730. That movie's like four hours long. Oh, well, that was like 615. Boogie, boogie. Oh, boogie. Just email me. You have time to write an email. I have two lists to go through. I I will ban you. Someone's got it. Doesn't matter. You're my wife. You follow the rules. All right. Schwab. No order. <clears throat> Hans Gruber. Schwab did his in a hurry, too. I think everybody forgot it was Thursday. Because like all of a sudden, lists started pouring into my inbox. And I was like, oh, fuck. It's Thursday. Was- my days are so off right now. I was saying, I, like, I, I put it in, I put it in Facebook. I'm like, like, oh, yeah. don't forget. <laughs> Remember to get your list in. And then it was like, oh, yeah, it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Or Rolo and Dad Chat earlier said he they were laying low until they did their family Christmas on Saturday. And I was like, for some reason in my mind, it was also Sunday today. And I was like, bro, you're not, are you not working for a whole week? What do you mean? Like, I didn't understand it. And I was like, oh, wait, it's Thursday. Hope. Mm-hmm. They're so good. I can't stop. I'm going to close the bag. But you you got to do it. That'll make a difference. For real. Not a sponsor. Twin Peaks. Protein puffs. They're great. Okay. Okay. Schwartz list. No order. Hans Gruber. Yep. The Wet Bandits. Oh. The original animated Grinch. Yup. The Abominable Snowman uh-huh. from Rudolph. Scott Farkas. From Christmas <laughs> Story. Second Farkas. 
See that I knew there would be overlap on this list, but I uh, there was enough yeah. variability where like it hasn't been the same every time. No, and and I and I think like that's the um, and I think that's that's where that that Farkas one comes in. Like, like it's it's a the 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 idea of a Christmas story is a part of the zeitgeist, but not everyone watches it every year. Right. But yeah, it's absolutely a part of it. All right. Amber, this is our last list, so you could real quick get your email into this might sound stupid. Or just text me. <laughs> Who's the last one? Bald Beef. Oh. He's got two. Uh, two lists. Yeah, and the first part of it is like first person narration, third person narration. <laughs> it's in bold. Walla Beef walks up to his desk and in one violent motion with his arms sweeps everything off the desktop. Computer monitors, mice, and keyboard, a can of Diet Coke, a lamp, and the computer tower itself clatter onto the floor with a set of speakers trailing behind. With the space now free, he plants both of his palms flat onto the desktop and leans over it, locks eyes in on your ugly mug. Okay, listen to me, Slappy. I don't really know a whole hell of a lot of Christmas movie villains. I've not seen like 90% of Christmas movies. So other than the Green Grunch and Hogwarts Snake Man from Die Hard, I don't know too many else, but I have a few. Number two, Frank Bono or Bono. Bono? Frankie Bono from the 1960s one Blast of Silence. Frankie is a hitman from Cleveland sent to his hometown of New York City to murder another mobster during the week between Christmas and New Year's. He spends the day tailing his target and getting more and more angry as his miserable as his miserable youth as a New York City orphan keeps finding ways of creeping into his life. He kills several unsavory characters, ruining their holidays, and ends up dead himself in a frozen muddy river beneath the docks. Hmm. I want to see that movie. Uh, he didn't do spoilers, but it is from 1961. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's Frankie Bono or Bono. B-O-N-O. How do you say it? It's got to be Bono. Bono? Okay. Uh, that was Wall of Beast number two. His number one. Sudden onset depression from Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life. I've literally never seen It's a Wonderful Life. George Bailey's entire life goes into the ditch when he bumbles an important cash payment and it is going to send his family's business into ruins. It may even land him in jail. A wave of depression sweeps over him and he decides to kill himself out of shame. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. That's how, that, that's how that movie starts. And he dives off a bridge into an icy river which would ruin Christmas for his whole family. But luckily, a genie saves him and teaches him that he is the single most important person ever born in that it's town. It's an angel. It's an angel. What? It's an angel. But yeah, so like... The I whole- thought... Hold on. I thought this movie was more in line with like Death of a Salesman. I don't know what Death of a Salesman is about. You've never read or seen Death no. of a Salesman? Death of a Salesman is like Depression era mm-hmm. family struggling. No, <laughs> so this, so this, <laughs> this is like a magic. So yeah, so this man thing, uh, like uh, a payment he has to make to keep his business afloat gets lost, and it's cash. I'm and it's Christmas time; they're gonna lose everything. Everything's ruined. He goes to ba- to kill himself on a bridge, and an angel 
that hasn't gotten his wings yet um, comes down. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets a swing. That's the only thing I know about that movie from uh, Christmas Vacation. To show him what the world would be like without him in it. And so... Wall Beef is insisting it's a genie. (laughs) And so they go... uh, So they go around and and he sees what what life is like without him alive. Um, And then he comes back and then the whole town spontaneously like donates all the money they're missing to keep the business afloat because they love him so much. I've never seen that movie. In my mind, the movie was a guy's business is going under. Uh Uh-huh. And he has like a dream or is knocked out or something mm-hmm. in which he he dreams about how awful it would be without his business. <laughs> this is my this is what it was in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then he comes home and his family is happy and his daughter says every time a bell rings an angel gets his wings. <laughs> That's why I, I had no idea what that movie was. No, no, yeah. So like that 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 bell ringing at the end of the movie is the angel that saved his life getting his wings. Never see that movie. I probably never will. Sounds uh, depressing. It's, you know, it it's, it's a movie that my mom would watch every year. Really? Yep. Because it's, and it's literally on every year and it's like a, it's a, well, it's like a quintessential Christmas movie. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Uh, it was also Kibby's other honorable mention was Mr. Potter. That's the first appeared in It's a Wonderful Life. That's the guy that was going to try and take that, his that business. That like hated the Baileys. Okay. And he's wanted to take their their savings and loan uh, away from them. Wallaby says it's a great movie. I mean, yeah. Uh, in that vein, Death of a Salesman is a, it's like I mean it's literally like this thick. I have it if anybody wants to borrow it. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic read. It, I mean, you're reading a play, so you have to get used to that because mm-hmm. there's like stage directions and shit in it. But Death of a Salesman's fantastic. But I thought I thought it was way more like Depression era, just sh- shit sucks. It's 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 a quintessential. Uh, uh, I don't know if Amber's doing a list. She might have had to go up with Aurora too. I'm not sure. She's got a little cold right now. Well, beef. Why can't I think of that guy's name? Can you give it to me real quick? Uh, the main actor. Oh. Uh, I can see his face. Hey, Mo. Yeah. Uh, Closing these did nothing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, he said there was something after my number one. Jimmy Stewart. Thank you. Which. I know. I'm waiting. Dan's talking. Going, uh, this, 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 I'm doubling back to a conversation from a month ago with uh, Rolo. Uh, the fact that the character that Jimmy, yes, the the character that Jimmy Stewart plays in Vertigo went so against my idea of what Jimmy Stewart was. Yeah. It helped that movie. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the last thing, <clears throat> Wallabeef dumps an entire can of gasoline all over his desk and sets it ablaze so it can never be used again. Huh. Presumably burning his house down. Probably. I don't know if he's in his house, though. Amber's not sounding off in here, so I think we're done. Uh, our kids are usually... She said, I'm not doing a list. She sounded off. I'm go to bed. <laughs> I just heard another sound. Is it just Amber yelling upstairs?
I swear to God, I hear Oh, I wonder if it's the radio upstairs talking. Amber, what's your number two, Wallaby Funs to know? I don't even... What was her question earlier? I mean, no. I know you don't read this from chat, but can I vote on my top five based on your arguments at the end? On my arguments or everybody's arguments? Because I'm not saying no, I guess. I, I'm. We won't count them, but you can do whatever you want. They won't count as a list, but you can sound off in here. Yeah. What's your number two? So yeah, KB, list is done. You can give us totals, man. I really like Dan's explanation for Santa and Donner. Yeah, get him out of here. So Mike was Donner, Dan was Santa. Yep. But I, I think if I if I'm forced to side with one of the two, I don't know if Mike is still here because now we're down to six. Uh, no, Mike's still here. If I'm forced to side with one of you two, it's Santa because, like you said, there's a lot of deadbeat dads, but Santa should not be an asshole. So final. Hans Gruber, Wet Bandits, and the Grinch have six votes. The Bumble has three. Santa Claus, Scott Farkas, Oogie Boogie, and Scrooge have two, and ten have one. Amber says Scrooge is on mine. From which from which movie though? Because this was movie villains. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, a lot of overlap. I, w- I was expecting overlap, but it seemed like every other idea we had, the list would just be the same. Like one of the oh, lists, yeah. one of the lists that got suggested was top five Christmas movie specials, and it was like, how many specials are there? And then we toyed with the idea of like, okay, how much just Christmas episodes of TV shows, mm-hmm. like full, ho- you know? But nobody could remember any. So, yeah, it's uh Oh, you watched the Muppet Christmas Carol? Okay. Top. Th- you can do it. Three Scrooge movies. My uh, number number one, Mickey. Number two. Scrooge number three Muppet. Those are my, those, those. That's my order. I don't of... think I've ever seen the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, really? Well, I think the only Christmas Carol movies I've ever seen, and my list would go Scrooged, and then Christmas or oh. uh, Mickey's. I never saw Scrooge as a villain, though. His story was more about redemption and finding the hope and joy he once had in the holiday. I mean, you're not wrong, but also he's a villain. Sorry, that was Kibby saying that for audio only people. Yes. The shrimp, mump, the shrimp Muppet is Scrooge in that, right? <clears throat> um, Yeah. If you ever get a chance, go see this the play. Yeah, yeah, live, yeah. live action uh, Christmas Carol is really fun. It's my favorite Christmas thing to watch besides... Now Christmas Vacation still tops it. Amber and I watched Christmas Vacation on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, and it's... I was still laughing at it. And I noticed a whole new thing in it that I had never paid attention to before. Uh, Kibby says... Or Amber says, Scrooge is a real actor in the Muppet one. A real shrimp? Uh, and then Amber says, I don't know actors' names. Are they in the mall? No. No. Okay. The mall. I was I was gonna I was gonna pick the part where like because it, it took me a little bit to like there's the part where like his dad's legit hitting on like the, oh the, no and he's just like huh how's it going and like he's oh right I that part confused me as a kid because 
he says, my wife, God bless her soul. And then he says, no, we're not divorced. This was me as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then later on, the mom says, well, I'm, we're all making sacrifices. I'm sleeping with your father. And I was like, so does their family not know that they're divorced? Because <laughs> I could absolutely see my fucking lunatic extended family doing shit like that. So yeah. as a kid, it made sense to me that like they're acting like they're still married so their parents don't get upset. Because that's how fucked up my stupid family was as a kid. like, mm-hmm. And so that was a thing that took me a while to get. I also didn't... I remember as a kid, you know when the the golden light is shining down on the tree? Mm-hmm. I thought that was really there. <laughs> like, they're just things... Because I watched yeah. that movie so young. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, top tier double take. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's one of the best ever at just that or any kind of bumbling... When he, I'm, I still laugh. It's so good. I still laugh when he bumbles with the ladder. Yeah, like it's he's so good at that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. She wrapped the damn cat. <laughs> shake, 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 shake. Uh, no, there is a part in it. Uh, like the cacophony of noise that happens when you have a bunch of kids mm-hmm. and adults. And nine different conversations. And for me, a person who really struggles to like filter that kind of stuff out, Mm -hmm. Clark comes down the stairs one morning and he's wearing like a Chicago Blackhawks jersey. Mm -hmm. He comes down the stairs and it is overwhelming noise Mm -hmm. as he's coming down the stairs. And for some reason, I never picked up on it. But now, like five years into being a parent, it was just so... Is prescient the right word? Mm -hmm. It was so true to life for me him coming down the stores, stairs, and there's this just absolute miserable cacophony of noise. And then he looks into the dining room and Rusty, or uh, who are the kids? The little kids. Like his kids? No, Cousin Eddie's kids. Oh, I, I can't think of their names. I can't either. Yeah. It's bugging me. But They're kids. running around, mm-hmm. they knock over chairs, and he like he makes a face just like, Ugh. and he goes the exact opposite way, and just goes and looks out the window. And like, it's it was so good because it's like, I what I was saying to Amber afterwards is like that now as a parent, that movie, I I really appreciate a new thing in it. Mm-hmm. I've watched that movie. It, I've had to have watched that movie for 30 years. Mm-hmm. I guarantee I watched that movie at five years old. Mm-hmm. So for at least 30 years, I've watched that movie. And now, like, I just appreciate a new thing of it as an adult where it's like, you want everybody around and you want to see them for the holidays, but also you're kind of miserable. You're kind of made miserable by it. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. And that movie does it so well where you're just like, I want to see everybody, but also I know I'm going to be annoyed when I do. And he comes down the stairs and it's so loud and overwhelming. And he's just like, Ugh, and turns around. <laughs> and then he look. then it's the classic line. Shitter's full. Yeah. He's looking out the window at uh, cousin Eddie mm-hmm. But his wife comes up to him and she's like, hey, what are you doing? And she's being all loving. And it was just like, man, this is the kind of amazing loving wife that I have too, like Ellen is in that movie. She comes up to him and she's just got her hands on his chest and she's like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know, we have breakfast in the other room. And <laughs> this is the part I really noticed. He looks, Clark looks at the room and goes, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> And it's fucking, it's so perfect of just like, I need a minute before I can like go be by that. Mm -hmm. And I've totally done that where it's just like, everybody's in one room and I need to just go in another room. 
and somebody comes in the room like, what are you doing? And like your real answer should be like, I'm staring at the wall. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking a moment to like not have any sensory input, but I don't know. I had never know. I had never appreciated it before. How overwhelming the noise is in that scene. And then him, him looking out there and going, I'm not in the mood. Cause as a kid, it's like, he just wasn't hungry. He's not in the mood for breakfast. And then now I don't, I don't know. I just, I really, I had never appreciated that scene fully. Uh, the magazine sap slays me. Like when he's. Oh God. Yeah. It gets me every time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, gr- he pulls the whole thing. Yep. Little full, a lot of sap. Yep. It's, it's the best Christmas movie. It's so good. You can't mm-hmm. see the line. Can you Russ? <laughs> Russ is staring like. <laughs> There's another line where Clark starts talking about going through and checking the bulbs and Russ has, he's like, ah, no, I got a lot to do. I got to wash the car, feed the hamster. Like that movie's great. All right. Thanks everybody. Thanks for your lists. We genuinely appreciate them. Uh, Top five episodes wouldn't exist without the list. So thank you for taking the time and energy to put them in. I know that sometimes it does genuinely take time and energy. We take top twos. We don't care. We take top twos. We take lists like Schwat where literally it was just a list of five movies. Uh because I will do the I will do the work of talking about them. It was mm-hmm. it was just that Schwat had said everything that people had already said. Thank you, Kibby. I'm glad you're here. Happy birthday. Hey birthday. I'm gonna wrap up uh Blood Beat Samurai. Blood she Honorable Mitch. They left. I don't know why I want to say she, but I'm gonna say she. She left. The Blood Beat Samurai? No, Blood Beat Samurai. Huh? The Bloodbeat. Oh, Bloodbeat Samurai. Yeah. No, I was talking about there was possessed, that sam- possessed samurai armor from a <laughs> whatever that name was in here. Liam Broad just says wood. Oh, woo. woo. Well, uh, immediately, Liam. He's all hopped up on goofballs after seeing the Matrix. Oh yeah, yeah. He's 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 all red pill, blue pill. Just comes in here s- spoiling. And Schwartz in here. Figured my list was all repeats when I sent it. I think Seems it was. I was correct. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's Kibby's birthday. So big shout out. Happy birthday to Kibby. We're happy mm-hmm. to see you here on your birthday. Uh, and I'm glad to hear you got to do some of the things that you love. My son's birthday, uh, is right before Christmas. Uh, but I think we've made it pretty special. He has gotten like four birthdays <laughs> and he also next, not, so not this upcoming Saturday, but next Saturday, uh, he's going to have friends. And I think, I think Schwat's the only person who hasn't responded, but I think everybody from movie night, we're going to go to the gymnastic center and mm-hmm. just let kids be nuts. And if adults want to jump into the foam pit, they can jump into. Oh yeah. I'm going in the foam pit. I'm going in the foam pit. I don't care how many diseases are in it. Oh God. Oh, I've been running this YouTube video the whole time. I think we should, I think maybe I'll like tackle you in the foam pit. Me? That'd be kind of fun. Sure. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, you can't like hit my ribs. We have to coordinate. So oh, no, yeah. Together. No, no. We'll, we'll make it safe. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Sorry, Kibby. Uh, Schwat, are you coming to the birthday party or not? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, everybody. If this is your first time listening, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Mm-hmm. You can email us. Like tonight, we just did our top five list. You can email those lists. We do them once a month. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at TMSS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should also follow us on Twitter because that's where we're going to tweet out our next month's top five list. Because mm-hmm. we don't have one for January, but we will tweet it out and then we will go over those lists in theory 
on on the Thursday, January twenty seventh. Yes. Uh, next list. Yeah, we don't know yet. Could be. We haven't had a chance to talk about it. Uh, we'll probably figure. Hopefully, we'll figure it out next week. Mm-hmm. Um, top five. John Leguizamo movies. John Leguizamo movies. Uh, Spawn. John Wick. Is he in John Wick? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Sp- okay, then we go John Wick, Spawn. Executive decision. Uh, Amber, you're, you're literally married to me. Empire. I don't think I've ever seen Empire. All right, I got to go to bed. <laughs> Thank you again, everybody. Uh, I don't know. Thursdays are very fun, mm-hmm. and they're fun in part because y'all oh, are here. viewers like you. Have a great night. And uh, remember, be kind be to cool yourself. Be cool to each other. Be cool to be, each other. Be kind to each other. <laughs> and be kind to yourself. Yeah. Uh, if you have negative self-talk, find ways to have positive self-talk. Yeah. Good night. Good night.